The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. It's Monday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you today. Uh, Hope all of you had a uh, wonderful weekend. Talk a good bit of recruiting today. It was a... Um, it's a big commitment weekend for uh, for Ole Miss, including uh, Austin Simmons, a really interesting case, flipping from Florida, reclassifying. We'll hit uh, that stuff today. Got an interesting st- uh, story on ESPN from Bill Connolly, looking at kind of the history of college football. Going to mention that today as well. And then uh, some other things, College World Series, U.S. Open, some things uh, going on. Huge trade in the NBA. Bradley Bill headed to Phoenix. As uh, the Suns have a lot of star power, they don't have a lot of roster beyond that, but they do have a lot of star power. So all that and more coming up on the show. The show brought to you every day by the Oxford Exxon Blue Sky here in Oxford lunch specials. You know about those five sixty nine two sides of bread, thirty two ounce drink. The um, ribs let them take care of dinner tonight, wet or dry. Call ahead, wrap them up, have them ready to go for you. You know if you're in Brookhaven or Clinton. They will give you, uh, well, they don't give you, but you can uh, get the uh, homemade donuts every single morning available for you there with the uh, Clinton and Brookhaven locations of Blue Sky. Again, it is in the Clark Ford studio. I am Clark Ford's in Emory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote and the rest is up to you. You can shop it around or do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford 662-257-1900. Guests will join this week on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands, or you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. Um, just give him a call. Put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at MyPerfectFranchise.net or contact Andy anytime at Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or 404-973-9901. So we'll head off now. We'll talk uh, recruiting to start. Ole Miss picking up uh, three, right? Three commitments over the weekend? I think that's, that's right. right, yeah. I lost track at some point, but I think it was three. <laughs> Kevin Clark, uh, Austin Simmons, and then uh, Banks yesterday, right? Yeah, is that, is that that, that's correct. Okay, got it. Um. Big picture, small picture, I don't know, either one. Uh, 
with Simmons, as we said, uh, interesting prospects. He's a, uh, a two-sport player. He's also a really accomplished baseball player. He would be a draft guy had he you know, stayed in school through the end of his senior year. But nobody has uh, scouted a 2025 for the 2023 draft, so that's not a thing. Um, Football-wise, uh, everybody raves about his ceiling, about his talent level. He uh, was committed to Florida, again, flipped from the Gators to the uh, Rebels, and then in doing so, reclassifying from 2025 to 2023, of all things, a 5.34 GPA, allowing him to do that as he had enough uh, credits after his freshman season, uh, freshman year to uh, graduate high school. Um, I, I guess I'll ask it this way. Um, for Simmons, what do you think the benefit is for him? I mean, what, what, to, you know, athletic, obviously academically makes sense, but athletically age, all that stuff. I mean, what, what, what is a, what, what would be a predictable path for him in your opinion? I have no idea. Um, well, a couple of things. One, people are, yeah, sure. people are making him out to be like 15, 16 years old. He's older than that. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's 17 yeah. and a half. Um, so, you know, he's young. His age is one year up from his grade, even though he is skipping ahead. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> so I think it was long considered that he would reclassify one year. Nobody really thought he was going to go two more years of high school, apparently, because he would have been really old for his senior class had he stayed. Um, and the other thing that people are, the national people are just, it, it, they, they refuse to even acknowledge that there's some subtlety here. His school is on a zero to five GPA. So he doesn't have a 5.34 on a four scale. It's the equivalent of if, if you, if you have kids who are in AP classes, um, advanced placement classes, the, an A in an advanced placement class is worth five points on a four-point scale. A B is worth four points on a four-point scale and so on. Uh, as opposed to a regular course where an A is worth four points on a four-point scale and a B is worth three points and so on. So he's got a 5.34 or whatever, which is the equivalent of if he were at OHS or Lafayette or Tupelo or whatever, it'd be like a 4.34. It's still really, really good, but some people are like taking that and, and going too far with it, I think. He's, he's a very bright kid. He's very skilled. Look, it's. I've already hate the expression of "Hey, it's today's college football," but it's today's college football. I mean, he's going to come and it's going to sort itself out. the The days of people at his position, or frankly, any position, with the possible exception of offensive linemen, they appear to be the one position group that's sort of immune to this so far. He'll show up. He'll. Given his age, he obviously can take a red shirt, although it's not really a red shirt. You just go develop for a year and see what happens. Um, he gave an interview in which he said Jackson Dart was going to be Ole Miss's quarterback in the fall and that Jackson Dart was going pro after this season, um, which may or may not be news to Jackson. I don't know. Um, and then at the end of that, he's got to get out of jail free card if he ever decides to use it. Or he'll be the quarterback. He'll either win the job or he won't win the job, at which point he can make a decision. And because he's never transferred yet, he can transfer without penalty and go someplace else and be the quarterback. Or he can be the quarterback here. I, I, it, it's 
there's a lot of people that are doing these mental calculus about, well, what does it mean if this, I don't know. It, again, I'm going to do it to, to myself here. In today's college football, it's completely different than what it was once, which, hey, we're going to develop this deep room, and you're going to wait your turn, and nah, not really. And, and maybe it will work out that way. Maybe he will come in, and, and he'll wait his turn behind Walker Howard, and then Walker Howard will go pro or whatever, and he'll – but more likely, somebody will go, hey, this didn't work for me, and they'll look for a exit strategy. And – we're still waiting to see what happens with second-time transfers when they tell the NCAA, hey, <clears throat> I have some mental health issues. I need to leave. And and is the NCAA going to go, nope, nope, no, nope, no, we're not doing that? Or, or is the NCAA going to go, you know what? We're not going to sit here and be the ones that tell you you don't have a mental health issue and then something happens and it turns out you did have a mental health issue. So as long as you're willing to say publicly, I got some mental health things, we're going to let you roll. And that's what I think is going to happen. And there's no longer a stigma, thank God, on mental health stuff. And so when a kid goes, hey, I'm just not happy here. It's not good for my health. I need to go someplace closer to home or whatever. I, I think the NCAA is going to let them. And so... I think you're going to see guys be able to transfer twice down the road. That's my personal opinion. I could end up being completely wrong, but that's my suspicion. I get, I, I'm not sidetracking the conversation because I'm coming back. I got more on Simmons in the quarterback room, but you don't think there'll be documented necessity for therapists and things on these waivers? It might, but you know, I don't know how hard. This, this plays into the basketball thing because obviously yeah. Beard's roster is much different depending on CSA and, and Murray. Sure. I just don't know. I, I I keep I always do this where if I'm in the room in the NCAA, if I say to myself, "Hey, we're, I'm in the room. We're having this conversation. Let's just take this one down the road. One, it would only take one. A kid goes, "Hey, I'm not happy at state college. I'm I'm I'm, I'm struggling. I'm not happy. I need to get out. I need to go closer to home. I need to go back to Minnesota A and M Tech. Nope, nope, can't." Not, we're not giving you a waiver. And then that kid, something happens. The NCAA, I would be in the room going, we really don't want that headline. That's that's not us. That's we, we're not we're not liked enough to go down that road. And so maybe you have to document some stuff or whatever. But and I'm playing devil's advocate a little, but it's really the only contractual thing that ties anybody to anything. Now, nobody's saying you can't transfer. You just can't play them. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I, I'm just telling you what I expect. I could be. I kind of want them to have their foot now. I don't even know why. I'm not necessarily anti-player, but I kind of do. Like, yeah. I kind of, I kind of want there to be a rule that actually sticks. So I will freely admit that on this particular issue, I don't have a preference. I don't care. It doesn't matter. So I'm just telling you pragmatically. If I think from an NCAA perspective, the beating that they've taken publicly, mm-hmm. um. You know the, the the all the collectives, the coaches screaming about, hey, we need regulation, we need the NCAA to do this and this and this, and this is the NCAA's fault. And and look, I'm not saying it's not. In many ways, it is. But they've. If I'm trying to put myself in an NCAA shoe, I'm in Indianapolis. Sure. I'm in the room. This is a beating. I don't know that I really want to take. And so I. That's my anticipation. And my point on this is that I just think what you're going to start seeing is. And Kiffin's clearly doing this at, at quarterback. Um, 
other schools are probably doing it at other positions or at quarterback too, where you just stack the room and you let it play out. And however it plays out, it plays out because somebody out of that group is going to be your, your starter. Somebody in that room. I mean, let's say that Simmons is right. Okay. That darts the quarterback in the fall and that dart does so well that he goes to the NFL after his third year in college. Cause this would be Jackson's third year in car in college. Jackson turns 20 in May. It's the part of the Jackson Dart story that nobody ever talks about. For whatever reason, people have suddenly turned Jackson Dart into this 27-year-old college grizzled veteran. No, he's 19. He's 19. He turned 19 a month ago. Jackson's young. This this narrative that he's going pro in seven months, I'm skeptical. But let's play along. And let's say that Jackson Dart declares for the NFL as a 19-year-old coming off this phenomenal 2023 season at Ole Miss. Well, at that point, you've got Walker Howard, and now you've got Austin Simmons, and and uh, Damon Williams is committed at this point. He's out at the Elite 11 over the weekend. You bring them into a room, and one of them wins the job, and you go from there. Or maybe you bring in another guy from the transfer portal who comes in and beats them all out. I, it doesn't appear to be a system where, hey, you 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 stair-step the way that it was not that long ago. You know, that was back in the day. Sure. I mean, Eli Manning came to Ole Miss, kind of waited his turn, red-shirted, backed up Romero for a year, and then Eli was the quarterback for three years. And they brought in Spurlock or whoever to back him up and to be the quarterback, and it's always kind of been that way. And that I don't think that way really – it might still exist, but I don't think it's prevalent anymore. So people are like, what does it mean? I don't know. It just means you have another option to be your quarterback down the road. Yeah, you know, you know it's, it's what's interesting. I was Because when I first saw it, I was kind of doing what you're doing. I was doing the math. I was thinking, okay, Walker Howard this, and Jackson Dark that, and the whole deal, looking at it. And I got people texting me going, hey, this, this is kind of weird from a where they're set up standpoint. What do you, what do you make of this room? And I, I was kind of using it as a, as, a, as a pretty interesting thought process. And then I thought, you know, I spend time on this podcast kind of criticizing sports media people for being dinosaurs or not moving into the age where in typically pick out a media member every week. And I thought it's kind of what I'm doing now. I'm kind of shoe hold this quarterback room into, well, but this and this, and what about this guy? And what about this guy? And what are they telling him? And all that's very prevalent because I, I do have a more big picture thought on the quarterback room, but at the same time, this is not where we are. Everybody just gets in a room and somebody wins and everybody else just transfers out or doesn't. That's it. It, it, it's 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 much more complicated and much more simple at the same time now. Yeah, you're, th- you're never going to have, hey, this guy is a freshman and then he's going to play one year and this guy's going to play two years and this is how this is set up. And, I mean, it's 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 similar to – I saw a story in The Athletic this morning about Clemson's quarterback situation. Did you say this? I did not. And they're trying to figure out what to do for the 2024 class, I guess, at Clemson. They have a 2022 that's going to be the starter this year or supposed to be the starter starter. Um, 2023, the kid who committed that Ole Miss was on, what's his name, Chris, whatever. Uh, the kid uh, from Birmingham. Uh, yeah, him. Yeah. They got him in 23. They have a top guy in 25, and they don't have anything in 24. And the story premise was that Dabo is just being patient, and if he can't find what he wants, he just won't take a high school guy and won't have a quarterback that age. And they talked about how he and Ryan Day are two of the few coaches in the country where – you have to throw for them to get an offer. It's there's two of the ones still. You no matter even Arch Manning, you have to come in. You got to throw before you get the offer. 
and, and they kind of made it out to be, hey, Dabo's different and he's different than everybody else. And kind of that Clemson thing that always is the case and the way they try to play that up. And I thought, I, I see that completely different. Dabo looks at it and goes, if I can't find the high school kid I want, I'll just go get the damn guy in the portal. That's what's happening. Yeah. He's shifting like everybody else that, because they go, well, Clemson doesn't rely on the portal. And it's like, yeah, right. He's, he's, he's going to go find a quarterback in the portal if he needs one. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, That's that- why he didn't take a guy. Because it, five to ten years ago, they simply would have just taken a guy, even if he was a project, because they needed someone in that class. But now you don't have to because you get a thousand options that you'll see once the year gets going or is over or whatever, and you fill that spot at that point. And that's where this thing is. I mean, you know, look, is it set up for an intriguing, potentially Walker Howard versus Austin Simmons thing? Sure, maybe. But I don't know that that's anything but the expectation at this point. And it's frankly kind of interesting for the fan and the media member and everybody else. Um, and I don't think Walker Howard, when he signed, goes, hey, guys, you can't sign anybody else in the next couple classes. I mean, that was never probably part of the deal. Or um, you and I don't, or you tell him ahead. or you say, hey, look, you know, we're not going to sign any other quarterback. And then you come back and go, well, he popped. He fell into our lap. We had to take him. He's good. You know, we you're not scared of competition, are you? We're paying you. I mean, everybody's getting paid here. If you go yeah, to the N- an ankle. if you go to the NFL, they're going to they're, they're going to keep scouting quarterbacks. If you don't produce, they're going to trade. And, and so I just kind of think that's where it is. And you're right. I mean, if you're Dabo Sweeney, five years ago, not having a quarterback in a class was, hey, this is a problem. We got to fix this. Now it's, ah, whatever. Someone's going to pop up in the portal. We'll go get them. We got NIL. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll pay some kid to come in. And if we have to pay a kid to come in and be a quarterback for one year, we'll do it. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll do what we have to do. And, and I just think it's changed very clearly, I mean, different programs are different ways, but again, look at look at Ole Miss's transfer portal class, and Auburn's right there with Ole Miss in this. Um, Arkansas, uh, there's a bunch. So there's a bunch of schools that haven't signed quite as many or, or brought transferred in as quite as many as those three, but they're close. Ole Miss has on defense alone 14 transfer portal guys since basically January one. In this year, in this cycle, on defense alone, fourteen. That's hey, that's just it's perpetual free agency, and I to think that's going to be limited to that that quarterbacks won't be part of that. I just think that's kind of not saying you're doing this, but a lot of people out there are doing this. Well, this is how this is going to be, and I just think that's an idealistic view on it that's probably not going to come true. I don't, I mean, okay, look, there's easy ways to see that it's possible that he is. It's also possible for one of two ways that Jackson Dart is not on campus in 2024 um, for his next season. Either he goes pro and as Austin Simmons says, or Jackson Dart probably would love to have the hell of a year and go pro and get drafted and whatever. Or he's a grad transfer somewhere else. By that point, he will be able to graduate. He can do something else. It's where, it's where the teeth gnashing, you can never be underprepared, especially at quarterback. So it's where this was an easy call. Like, I I think this is one of the few where it's not even like a dart Sanders going, Hey, what's up? How does this make sense? It is possible that the only two quarterbacks on campus outside of Demond Williams next year are Howard and Austin Williams. I mean, Austin Simmons. Mm -hmm. So, if that's the case, yes, you need more bodies than one guy. You can't have one quarterback. You need several quarterbacks. I mean, this is and again considering his talent level and everything else. This is a no-brainer. 
And Lane Kiffin might bring in a transfer portal quarterback in in January. Sure. Wouldn't wouldn't shock me. I mean, he brought in Spencer Sanders when he had Walker Howard and Jackson Dart. So to say that, oh, well, he won't do that again next year. Why not? And when people go, well, how's it work? I don't know. It'll work out. I mean, I I, I know that's I know that's not the <laughs> that's not the best column in the world, and that's not the you know the. Like you said, the teeth gnashing. Oh God, what does it mean? It just means that someone's going to be the quarterback, and now you have a bigger pool to choose from. And whoever doesn't win the job will probably leave because that's college football today. It just is. That's just where we are. Whoever doesn't win the job at some point will probably go. All right, I'm going to go try this somewhere else. And I'm as they should. And I'm cynical about the NCAA putting its foot down on mental health. I'm, that's it. I mean, and if I, I don't, again, I'm not cheering for that. Before I, so save the email. I don't. It's it's all good. Um, I I just I would be surprised if that's the hill that the NCAA decided to die on after all of the things that have happened, all of the change, all of the chaos. Nope, no, nope, we're gonna dig in on this. I, that, if I'm in the room, I'm like, wait, why? If we're gonna dig so in. Do you think it was a CYA where they said, "Hey, look, we need to get a hold on the second time transfer, mm-hmm. but let's give them this out where if they'll admit that, they can still do it." But it's just not this free reign thing where people blame us for being toothless. Yes, because if you truly were in the room, right? Again, I'm putting myself in the NCAA room, and I'm like, "Hey, look, this two-time transfer thing can't happen. If you transfer a second time, you have to sit a year. Period." Then I'm like, "Okay, then hey, um, we need to write it that way." We need to, we need to be the parent that goes. I'm serious. This happens again. You're not driving. Mm-hmm. One more time. Happens again. You're not driving. Taking the car, taking whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. You, you're putting the, you're putting your foot down. When you say, hey, with the exception of this, this, and this, you're going. We're not really going to enforce this. Here's here's how you get a path out, and gives us a path out, and that's how we'll do. That's how I interpreted it. Because if you want to put and your for anybody who missed this, this was a couple. This is a couple months ago, and they said that moving forward, coaching changes, things along those regards, were no longer eligible for second time transfers, and that immediate eligibility would only be possible with. I don't remember if the word documented was there, but basically some sort of pattern of mental health issue, or some form of physical assault, harassment, something that yeah. had danger in that capacity. Those were the two ways that you would have some ability to transfer from a second time standpoint. Um, and I just think the the potential for really looking callous, callous, I guess is the better word, is um, it's right there. Sure. A kid goes, hey, I, I'm not happy here. I, I, I got to get out of here. That, um, I'm miserable. I'm, I'm, I'm a thousand miles from home. I have an opportunity to go close to home. I need to play. I'm I'm better when I play than when I'm sitting. A year of sitting is not going to be good for my mental health. I need to go to back to Minnesota to Minnesota State Tech A and M and 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 play. They want me. I want to be there. It would be good for my health. It would be good for my mental health. My mom's there. My grandmother's there. My dad's there. Whatever the case. When the NCAA goes, nope. And then something happens to that kid. And that's the big story on The Athletic and Yahoo and ESPN and a 30 for 30. 
and the NCAA, I would be sitting in the room going, why the hell did we do this? I mean, we, we, what would have been the harm in just letting him go? Now we're getting, now we look like we don't care at all about the kids that play college sports. I just think they left an opening for a reason. I could be wrong and I'm not cheering for it one way or the other. Just to be clear, I'm not even playing devil's advocate. I'm just kind of reading it pragmatically going, they're going to let kids out. Oh, it's very possible you're right. I just, if we're doing that, I don't know why we even wasted the ink beyond what you said. Because, I mean, we are literally just going, you get no contract stipulations. You get no stipulations. where Just have at it. It's cool. We'll all bow to you as you figure it out. Well, that's why they, that, that's why the whole, that's why the pay for play thing is through the collectives. It's not through the schools. And so the collectives can go, okay, well, the moment you leave, the, 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 the monthly payments stop. You understand that, oh, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. so that's why the, the schools aren't hung up and all that. I just think that's where it's going. I, I could be 1 million percent wrong. I will remind people that we're still in the infancy stages of this. Mm hmm. And it's easy to yeah. put out these guidelines of we're really going to crack down on this and then actually cracking down on this. Yeah, totally different thing. So. Podcast brought to you in part by better help. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down. You may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up the way you want to. So if you work with a therapist, it gets you closer to the best version of you. So when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. When you use a therapist, it's somebody new. Somebody does not have preconceived notions. It's a great way to uh, have a clean slate. Tell people what's on your mind. Don't feel judged or like uh, you can't be honest with the person or with yourself. So BetterHelp would be a great option if you're giving therapy a try. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, entirely online. It's a lot of brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can even switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I drink AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune system support, and I just hate taking pills. I drink AG1 every morning. I love knowing I'm doing something good for my body, giving my body the nutrition it craves, and covering my nutritional bases. Covering my nutritional bases for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one scoop of AG1 with water. Drink it first thing each morning. Done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality sourced ingredients. It's a win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash MPW. That's athleticgreens.com slash mpw check it out if you're vacationing in uh, florida's emerald coast this summer whether you're staying from 30a to pensacola beach or anywhere in between uh, check out captain lee comerford with salty lab charters he um old miss grad air force veteran more than 30 years of boating experience you can check him out on instagram or book today uh, at saltylabcharters.com use the promo code rebelgrove20 to get, save 20 percent uh this is uh Good through the uh, end of June. You can book it through um, the end of 2023. So, again, it's saltylabcharters.com. Uh, brought to you by Lake Hill Motors in Corinth, Mississippi. Check out their zero-turn Bobcat mowers, a complete line of mowers ranging from the entry-level residential ZT2000 with a cutting speed of 7 miles per hour to the top-of-the-line commercial ZT7000 with a mowing speed of 13 miles per hour. 
All Bobcat mowers come with the tra- trademark tough deck cutting system constructed with heavy gauge fabricated steel for durability and improved vacuum lift. It's uh, priced below MSRP, comes with a three-year warranty. Right now, Bobcat's offering 0% financing for 60 months or up to $2,000 cash discounts for cash purchases or financing at regular rates. Get in touch with uh, Michael McCullough in Corinth at 662-871-6918 or visit him in person at 2003 Highway 72 East Annex in Corinth and you get a $100 off um, your, uh, your purchase. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap, especially if you're in Oxford or Ridgeland. Uh, check out Walk-Ons today, and please tell them you appreciate them sponsoring this show. And we're brought to you by the College Cornish, one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area, one in Flowood, one in Ridgeland. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, plus find them on Facebook and Instagram, largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Springs in full swing, summer's right around the corner, Heavenly Sunshine Property Services. would like to take the opportunity to remind you about the importance of taking care of your outdoor living spaces, some of the key benefits uh, of power washing include curb appeal, damage prevention, creating a healthier environment. Also saves you time and money. They've been serving the Mid-South for four decades. A full-service commercial and residential property. Maintenance includes power washing, soft wash roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. That's HeavenlySunshine.com. Call today to get a brighter outdoor living space. 662-342-1203. It's a free estimate, and you can use code MPW10 for a 10% discount. So, couple high school kids also yesterday or over the course of the weekend. Um, in general, what do you sort of uh, make of this high school class that's being accumulated for all Miss point? Uh, they're being more aggressive with high schoolers. They're having more success. I think uh, Pete Golding's presence on the staff is, is absolutely showing. Um, the fact that they are kind of ahead of the game in terms of uh, pay-for-play um, having that structure set up as early as it was by William Liston and those guys, Walker Jones has paid off. Um, and then I think, you know, Kiffin has been at Ole Miss for a little while now, and there's some continuity. And um, they've been on TV a lot, obviously. They've won 18 games in the last couple of years. I think kids view them as a, as a, um, a very viable program for lack of a better word, a program that's on the cusp of, of championships. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I think viable's fair. I think that's, that's good. I think, yeah, it's, I, like that. I think it's a good word. Um, so I think it's all of those things, and I think uh, the calendar has been sped up dramatically, and uh, guys are making decisions earlier in the process because they want to get their spot locked up, and they want to go into their senior seasons not having to think about it and worry about it. and um knowing that they have the freedom to change if they want to, and also knowing that, hey, if they make the wrong decision, you just transfer. Go someplace else. It's that they don't, I don't know that you view it as, I mean, everybody says that, but I don't know. Internally, I mean, if I'm a parent of a football player and it's a hard decision, I'm like, hey, listen, champ, if you get there and it's not the right place, we'll get in the portal. And so I just think more guys are, Locking it up early. I mean, Ole Miss still has a, a lot of targets that they're after. I don't think – I think this might be a sign that while they'll never say it, internally people might be going, hey, 
21, 22 guys every year out of the portal might not be sustainable. This, this might not be doable, might not be affordable. Um, it, this just might not be possible. So let's, let's start building a little bit more of a, of a base of high schoolers. So it's probably a combination of all of those things. And it's possible that every word I just said is completely wrong. I, I, but that's my, that's my, that's my guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, sticking with viable and viability. I mean, you, some mixture always made sense. It never made the most sense to not go do a portal thing and to try to act all high and mighty because it's absolutely a tool. And then also it doesn't make sense to go, you know, nope, 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 nope. Forget high school kids. We're just going to be able to get everybody we need out of the portal when a large percentage of the portal kids have some issue in why they got to the portal. I mean, it doesn't have to be, it's not mental or not attitude related. Just in general, you leave for a reason. Something didn't go right. Yeah. Um, you know, they look, they had a lot of portal guys last year and, I thought it was interesting what Jared Ivey said on our show when I asked him, hey, what, what kind of went wrong? I expected him to talk about the Alabama game, that the uh, the Arkansas game. He talked about the LSU game. I mean, really, the first time that team faced some adversity, they cratered a little bit. Lane Kiffin talked. I remember last year at Media Days, he was really hung up on culture, chemistry. My experience with Kiffin is that when he brings up things like that in those settings, it's because he knows that he needs to get that message out. So, you know, it stands to reason that here they are in the off season right now. And they look around and they're like, man, we have a lot of new faces from a lot of new places. And there's a chance that it's a chance that not everybody completely buys into this. And, um, so maybe they're like, Hey, we need to dial this back. That's kind of my guess is that my guess it's less that and more of, the price tag in the portal right now is high. You're seeing this in baseball. It's in everything. Sure. Portal guys, the price tag's high. And people might be going, this is not a sustainable expense for us. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out a way to do this a little differently. And look, the other thing, and if you told me that Lane Kiffin thinks about it this way, I'd completely buy it. I think Lane looks at Alabama, he looks at Georgia. He looks at these programs that he's trying to catch and looks at the way that they assemble rosters, and it's not 20 portal people a year. And I know you can say, well, Ole Miss can't be like Alabama. Ole Miss can't be like Georgia. I, I get it, but I don't know that you want to be a polar opposite of them either when, when they're the ones that are, that are winning and, and you're trying to get to that place. Yeah, there's a difference in being 78-22 versus you know, 65-35 and being 28 I mean that that that's a different yeah. that's a different animal all the yeah, way. Uh, no, I always thought when we looked at those portal numbers last week, that was what stuck out to me is that Georgia and Alabama were at like four and five guys compared to a lot of programs, frankly, that were thirteen, fourteen, and up yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, and look, what you're talking about is a key on this season. Is that I mean, it's very unlikely that Ole Miss is going to start the season five and zero. Oh. So if that's the case there is going to be some level of adversity coming for a portal group or just a team in general that they're going to have to fight through when they lose to Alabama or and or LSU before you go into that Arkansas game going, guys, well, you got to be locked in. We need this one. You can't let that be yeah. twice. You can't let that spiral in any way. I mean, it has to be, hey, okay, I know LSU got us, and maybe they're going to, they've got a leg up in the West, and that's I know that's the key, and that's what we've been talking about, but we can't lose the objective of the season week to week with that being the case. I mean, there is no doubt that 
that's been a concern since the portal became a thing. I mean, frankly, even in 2020 or 2021, even though it was much smaller of a portal class, the thought was, hey, how do you get these two groups congealed together? How do you make them one group? Ole Miss just they went ten and two. They didn't face a lot of adversity at different points of that season. Well, and again, I, 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 there wasn't a lot of portal guys in 2021. It was Chance Campbell, mm-hmm. and but but I mean, the people that led that team were people that had been at Ole Miss for a long time. Matt Corral and Sam Williams and A.J. Finley and Nick Broker and, I mean, Ben Brown. I mean, the list goes on. Guys that that had a lot of sweat equity into the program. Those guys. You know, I mean, they rebounded from tough losses. They were resilient. Um, that, That is almost certainly not lost on Lane Kiffin. I just don't think he's the type that goes, "Hey, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna do a, a Oklahoma City Thunder style rebuild here. We're gonna we're, we're going to lose for a couple of years." I just don't think he's wired that way. I don't I don't think he's. I don't think that's who he is. So he's like, "Let's use the portal. Let's 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 get up to the place." But I think he also has to know probably that hey, the best way to do this is to bring in young guys who invest in the program who. The uniform is more than just a uniform, and they're playing for something, you know. And you have to do that over time. And again, Kiffin, if you th- are like me and you sort of throw out twenty twenty, because I kind of throw out twenty twenty. I know there were some big wins and there were some close, lot, whatever. But that year was so weird, man, that you can almost just toss it. Um, if you're willing to do that, he's, this is only his third real year, so it's still. He's still really new. <clears throat> Chet with an interesting thought that is true, but it just says so much about college football today. Nine and a half million doesn't allow for massive rebuilds, fair or not. Yeah, I agree with I that. Mean, I mean, you know, it's interesting that right. it's interesting that just a few months ago, when the whole Auburn stuff was percolating and there was the conversation about, you know, how much do you need? And I think the number was like six million or seven million or something like that. You know that that's kind of what you need for the portal and or for roster mm-hmm. building. And now the number is apparently a lot higher than that. For now, again, I ex- I expect a market correction. And it bookends the conversation because it also shows you the level that Lane takes quarterback. Because I mean, I don't have the numbers or anything, but. Quarterback by far where the majority, you know, the most NIL is position wise. You're paying three, four guys right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or will be. Yeah. I I don't I don't I don't know how I mean I'd love to see it broken down. Don't know how salary yeah, like cat like yeah. what the what what the what the budget sheet looks like from a cap standpoint. And I don't think that's ever gonna happen either. I think it's always gonna be a shadow deal. Unless kids are transparent about it, and at some point, what's coming? I'm not saying it's going to come at Ole Miss because I actually I think Ole Miss is is not a, a a likely contender for this title that I'm about to give. Some school is going to get outed for promises that they don't deliver on. Kids are going yeah. to some kid is going to put it out on social media, and once he does or she does, it's like it's going to make Rashada's deal look like just a little blip on the radar that day. Yeah. When other teammates go, yep. Happened to me too. All of a sudden you got an issue. You know, that's, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, all someone's got to do is have an Instagram and a Twitter and they can, 
as we've seen, they can control their own news cycle, at least to a degree. So I don't know. I, I, I think the market's going to correct itself over time. But to answer your big question, I just think they have a lot of momentum right now in recruiting. And I think they're, I think Golding has, has really changed the way that they're viewed by defensive prospects. And I think uh, the success that Kiffin has had both offensively and as a program, winning 18 games in two years, has allowed them to have more credibility in the eyes of, of prospects. Harden, the thought that, I mean, I, I know and I get it, and it, it, it's a fair thing. He says, I wonder if we're going to talk about LSU recruiting while in the College World Series. A couple things on this. Um, one, I, I understood what he meant. I thought Mike made a mistake even with that quote. It was after the Alabama game, and he talked about how they had gotten behind last year still playing, and they were trying to take advantage of being ahead of everyone of not playing this year, which, I mean, again, in, in general theory, you kind of get it. But at the same time, there's a certain tone deafness to it from a lot of different directions. Um, what happened last year? This is not overly complicated. Um, and I, I think everybody's focusing on the wrong parts. Ole Miss, if they were behind it all by still playing games, because they had not done the necessary legwork prior to playing games, they were just behind on transfer portal last year, period. In general, full stop, not with no disclaimer, not because they were in Omaha, not because they were playing or not playing or anything else. They were just behind. And look, they were just behind with, 329 of the 336 programs or whatever the hell it is. But the problem is the five or six who weren't all play in your division and your conference. And you should have been in that group Um, because last year it's completely different. Um, It was LSU. It was Tennessee. It was Arkansas. Maybe somebody else. And I'm forgetting Florida Um, this year. Everybody's involved. And I, it's, it's, it's relevant to last year because Ole Miss not having done enough to do what they needed to do in the portal last year, to not have secured enough funds, to got caught on their heels with Nick Pogue, all those different things. All those set a standard that they had to correct. And to this point, it's been a fairly lukewarm portal situation for Ole Miss baseball. They picked up Trace and Hughes, a guy I really like. I think he's going to hit in the SEC. I do think they fixed an outfield problem with that 100%. Um, but they picked up J.D. Urso. He is a, uh, a shortstop from Tampa on Friday. And if Cooper Pratt does not win the job, I think Urso is the starting shortstop next season. Um, that is underwhelming from a fan base standpoint. Now, look, maybe he goes and is an All-American, but, I mean, I, I get why there's teeth gnashing over a D2 guy being who you signed um, out of the portal from a shortstop standpoint. And they need so much. You know, I, I think Ole Miss's NIL is in decent shape, but it's a whole different deal when you need, like, eight guys versus even three guys. I mean, just do the math on what the average player gets at that point. You're trying to figure out how to balance that. Um so I do think that they should be probably doing a little better in the portal. Um, I do not know what level Ole Miss tampered versus other teams tampering. Um, I know that is where a lot of this is going. I mean, there's people out there, some media members going, no, 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 baseball still has this gentleman, whatever. No, no, no everybody's tampering. Or you should be from a portal standpoint. I mean, there are kids all over the country that are getting into the portal, absolutely knowing where they're going. Um, whether this is true or not, there is a lot of college baseball people who believe there's going to be a bit of a flurry in the portal as soon as the College World Series is over because LSU already has some guys lined up and they're just waiting to stop playing to then uh, get in and sign. True or not, don't know, no clue. Don't know who they are, but that's uh, that, 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 that is the truth to that. 
Um, so yeah, no, look, Ole Miss has got a lot of work to do. And if it doesn't fill in pretty quickly, um, or skies kind of overachieve what their current perspective in the market is, you know, you look at it and go, wow. Um, but here's the deal too. Ole Miss's success or failure is going to come with how some guys develop and what they get out of freshman to sophomore. So I'm not going to write about it tomorrow. What Grayson Sonier, Sam Takoyan, JT Quinn, what those guys are as sophomores are absolutely just as important as what Ole Miss gets out of the portal. You can't portal a whole damn roster. Nope. You still need guys who can pitch and play and yep. do things from where you've got homegrown. So, look, Ole Miss needs the pitcher kid from Duke. They need him to play third base, which then would allow LeJ to, if he doesn't go pro, play second. They've got things they need to do. They need to get more arms. Um, but, frankly, a lot of the really, really big-time guys just haven't gotten in the portal this year versus last year. There's a couple reasons for that. I don't know why my camera is blurring. It will fix itself in a second. It's trying to autofocus. One reason is one reason is teams teams are paying their own guys to stay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can find enough money to save that one dude. They can keep that one guy who everybody else would want. So there's no there's a ton of that compared to uh, to compared to recent years. And then two, there's guys who just know they've been tampered with and they're waiting for the right moment. There's no reason to get in early enough. I still think you're going to see some higher-level guys get in prior to that deadline. I do, too. We have until July 13th. I mean, we still have 23 days, 24, Look, 25 days here. You mentioned one of them. There's two or three others that are that are that have not been, quote, active in the portal. And it's not because they're not active in the portal. It's just waiting, waiting on a couple of things to happen. And I told you there was one that was going to be a big player in the portal in baseball this year, and – I think I said it months ago, and I'm been I've been proven accurate. It's another. I mean, we we talked about, you know, like what what college football's college baseball is going to look like down the road in this environment, and your buddies in College Station are going to be a, a power. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I just, I, I, I think that, because I've done some of this, you know, guys gets in the portal and you kind of start asking around and you ask some different people, hey, what's that guy going to do? And they go, I don't know, you know, trying to figure it out. It's like, well, no, then you're out. Yeah. If that's the answer, then forget it. I don't, I don't care what, what, what what's going on. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure it out. And this isn't an old Miss thing. This is just college baseball in general. I mean, you, you either knew exactly when that cat was getting in the portal or see ya. That's not one of your options moving forward. Yeah, like the the kid at South Carolina who got in the portal. I mean, instantly where he was going. 
Uh, there's a kid that got in the portal that's, I think, headed to South Carolina that's a, a big name that once he got in the portal, everybody immediately were like Gamecocks. They're just mm-hmm. a, you know, a handful of people that you can sort of follow. And Like you said, you nailed it. You, you, you cannot build your roster in college baseball through the transfer portal. I mean, you can. It won't be a very good roster. Um, you, you, you have to develop. You have to recruit well. You've got to have a program because it's two things. It's you know everybody points to LSU, but LSU's its own case right now. I mean, it's just beating the hell out of everybody from a portal standpoint. It has more money than everybody in the portal. It and there's a bunch of guys on that LSU team. Choose. But look, Dylan Cruz is homegrown. Yes, Greg thank Morgan you. Homegrown. Yes, Kevin is home, homegrown. Yes, yes. They've got a base of dudes that have been in that program for a long time. And Ole Miss has to replace its homegrown guy. Yes. Going into next season, there is no Calvin Harris, Kemp Alderman, Jacob Gonzalez, Peyton Chatagnier, TJ McCants. They're gone. Absolutely. Now, look, some of that's a good thing for all involved. Don't get me wrong. But three of them are all SEC bats you've got to replace. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. You, you have to develop your own players, and then you can use the portal to fill in gaps. If you use the – if you're using the portal as the base of your program, it is absolutely inevitable from just a luck standpoint that the year will come when you misevaluate because guys are getting in the portal for a reason. Sometimes it's a good reason, but sometimes it's not a good reason. And you make a few evaluation mistakes and that's your base and you fall off the table. So, you know, I mean... But yes, it's been a tad underwhelming to this extent. We'll see where it goes. Still a lot of time left. Um, they need to lock up the Fisher kid this week. They really need that bat. His kid who had a 1,000 OPS as a freshman last year with the Blue Devils, that 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 makes a ton of sense on a number of levels. You just got to make that happen. So we'll see uh, see where that goes as the uh, as the week goes on. But so far, uh, three players. Uh, Carmack, who they do like from Arkansas State, has got one of the better change-ups in, um, in, the, in the country. Um, they need to implement that. That's one of the thing is pitching today is front back changing speeds versus changing quadrants more than ever. Um, it's one of the changes that's happened for the last couple of years of offensive baseball and umpiring in the SEC. I do like him. Um, and then Hughes and uh, Urso to this point. But podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from the signature and the New Orleans style barbecue, a couple of my favorites, to the full meals in a bag that got the Simply Shrimp. A lot of options for you with Prime Shrimp. They're in all Rouse's locations, Mississippi, Louisiana, Alabama. You can stop in and pick those up, but if you want to get it mailed to you, they will ship it. It is uh, come, comes frozen, throw it in the freezer, and then 10 minutes freezer to plate for restaurant-quality shrimp with Prime Shrimp. Use code RG, 25% off RG with PrimeShrimp.com. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, but same great people, products, and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or that area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. How good is their service? Well, I'm up here sweating my tail off right now. It's not their fault. They're working on it. I called them on a Saturday, and they were out here on a holiday weekend on a Sunday evaluating what was going wrong. They're here first thing this morning working on it as we speak. That's the kind of uh, customer service that you get at Comer and at Southern. So make sure that you get in touch with them. 
A-Stock's a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. Shop now at uh, astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. Uh, they're in Nashville and Memphis, and they have uh, Indiana, and they have more uh, locations coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. My 10 Weekend Thoughts are up at uh, rebelgrove.com. They're brought to you by Game Changer Patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used uh, after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code RebelGrove20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, Dead Soxy is the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. They've got uh, the NIL collection. They've got um, a sock description as well. And you can just go to rebelgrove.com. I'm sorry, deadsoxy.com. Enter the promo code rebelgrove and get 25% off all non-licensed products with the promo code, like I said, rebelgrove at deadsoxy.com. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. They provide uh, detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals, and much, much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about a trip later this summer, maybe during the holidays, get in touch with John. Give him some parameters and a budget. He'll give you options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. If your prescription is the same day each month, take care of you. They'll also help transfer your medications, one phone call, and they take care of the rest. Big box pharmacy to a community pharmacy you can trust. That's Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs or Oxford with GNM. Again, 662-236-2222. I saw this and it's more of just something for people to check out. I think it is an ESPN plus subscription. So if you, you would need that. Uh, But Bill Connolly, the statistician for ESPN, that's really, really good. He uh, was ranking the best teams in each decade going back to the 1920s. And what I found interesting about it was, and this isn't really a premise, it's just the truth, but Neil and I both talk about this a good bit on the show, is the, hey, if you've never won, you can't win, and if you always won, you don't have to keep winning because you see a lot of names on this list of the decades that do not appear in the next decade. You can see teams that have fallen off like crazy. Um some cautionary tales to what went wrong. Um, and then there's some of the the crazy dynasties that, that have played out. Ole Miss appearing on this list twice. They were the number two team in the country behind Oklahoma in the 1950s, and then the number four team in the country in the 1960s, that 1959 Ole Miss team. I think the number two team of the 1950s, I can be wrong, I don't have it in front of me, but two or three um, on uh, on that one. But, you know, a team that we have talked about a lot, a team that we will continue to talk about a ton as they join the SEC, Texas, Neil. Um, they were the number one team in the country. And this goes, what he did was this is simply SP+. Plus. This is his strength, team strength metric. It does offense, defense, total on basically a zero to 100 scale. Um, Texas, the number one team in the 2000s in college football, they won the 2005 national title, the, the the famed Vince Young, Reggie Bush game. And from 2001 to 2009, they won at least 10 games in every single one of those seasons. Every single one. 
Um, fairly fascinating. And then you look at what Texas has kind of become. Mac Brown leaves and where this thing goes. I mean, it is it is absolutely evidence that you can fall off the table in a freaking hurry. I will say this about ESPN. Their app might be the worst app in the history of apps. I'm an ESPN Plus subscriber. I can't even get to it. Which makes you wonder. Though. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I can't get to it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I've I've been on this train for a long time. Just because you won in the 70s or 80s doesn't mean you're going to win today. And just because you never won before doesn't mean you can't win today. And frankly, I think it's going to be even more volatile moving forward. Just because you won in 2020 doesn't mean that you can win in 2025. It's You have the setup to win or you don't. You either are set up to win or you don't. And then it's about continuity and stuff. And if I'm right about transfer portal... When a coach leaves, all these you know, a bunch of kids are going to go. I say, well, I only came to that school for him, and now that he's there, I'm miserable. I got to get out. I mean, I I just think, um, if you're an AD, for example, at a at a, any program, I think you've got to be. I think you have to have a ready to execute plan to replace your head coach at a moment's notice. You can't afford a three week, four week drag where everybody leaves your program. So I just think it's volatile, but I mean, there are a handful of programs that historically have always won. And so they probably will continue to win, but you see stuff. I mean, I'm not betting on Texas. We talked about this on, I think it was this show Thursday. They're not recruiting the way Ole Miss is recruiting right now. They're not recruiting. We could do this with a bunch of schools. They're not recruiting the way LSU is recruiting right now. uh, The way Oklahoma is recruiting right now. Uh, the way, hell, Arkansas is recruiting right now. The way Auburn's recruiting right now. Well, those are all schools that Texas is going to have to play. They're not recruiting the way those those schools are recruiting. It's just because two- just because they won fifteen years ago, and they did. They won really big in the two thousands, as you said. They had a couple of really really good teams. But just because you did that doesn't mean fifteen years later you're going to win. They finished in the top five six times. In the two thousand, in the two thousands, two thousand, two thousand nine, had a had the a top, had a hell of a run. Yeah, yeah. the top ten teams in the two thousands: Texas, Oklahoma, Florida, Virginia Tech, LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, USC, Texas Tech, Miami. Some of those obviously still very relevant. Yeah, sure. Some not. If you'll notice, I did not say Alabama on that list. Believe me, I know. Yeah. Few people know it better than me. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> Literally impacted my career. Yeah. They did not win in the. They did not win until the last ha- last two or three years of the two thousands. Frankly, from two thousand through two thousand and seven, they weren't very good. With I think one exception, and maybe not even one exception. I'm trying to think. Dubose won the title in ninety nine. I think. Um, they, they, you know, again, Auburn dominated that series for a decade in that time frame. I think went eight and two, something like that, in a ten year span. In much the same way that Alabama has dominated it during the Saban era, 
No, they they did not win. They were not a national power. They were they were fine at times. They were good at times. They were bad at times. But they were not a national power under Dennis Franchoni and and Mike Shula and Mike Dubose. Saban won. Saban won at Michigan State. Saban won at LSU. Saban's won at every college stop. It's one of the reasons that when when people go, well, Alabama will just continue to win. When Saban leaves, I mean, maybe. Florida won with Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier won everywhere he ever, he ever went. Urban Meyer won at Florida. Urban Meyer, no matter what you think of him, wins everywhere he ever goes. The other people, they haven't won. So is it about Florida or is it about the coaches? Is it about Alabama or is it about coaches? Yeah, Bear Bryant won at Alabama. Bear Bryant won Kentucky and Texas A&M too. So it's possible that Bear Bryant was just a really good coach. It's possible that Nick Saban is just the best coach. That it has nothing to do with anything. That if you put Nick Saban at Tennessee, Tennessee would have had this run for 15 years. Let's do this. 2020s. So this is only 2020, which, again, you and I both agree doesn't really even count. 2021, 2022. Um, here's the top 10 in SP Plus for these three years. Okay? Okay. Buy or sell, they will be listed on this list at the end of 2029. All right. Got it? Yeah. Number one, Alabama. Do I think they will not be number one, but they will be on the list. Yeah, they'll be on the list. Ohio State. Yeah, I'll buy it. Number two. Number three, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. And I would put my money there on them being number one. Okay. Michigan, number four. Um, I'd, I'd be inclined to buy. You could talk me into selling. I think I'm there with you. Clemson, number five, I'm selling. I'd sell. Oklahoma, number six. I'd sell. I'm selling. Yeah. Notre Dame, seven. Um, I'd be inclined to sell. You could talk me into buying. Yeah. Iowa, number eight. All jokes aside, I'd probably buy it. They've been super steady. What's hard for me to buy is that their ceiling is like seven or eight. So there's only, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, they've the, gotta, they're not the, going to be three. So their like, ceiling's like, that bottom yeah, yeah. Their ceiling is like seven or eight, but their floor might be 10. Right. They just kind of win. They just I'm win eight games. Yeah. Them. I'm selling Utah for sure. And Cincinnati's number 10. Sell fast. Yeah. Get rid of all that <laughs> yeah. stock. <laughs> Fire sell. All of it. Go. <laughs> I'd buy LSU. Yeah. Um, if you'd offer me some LSU stock here where I can move, I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Um, Shoo, and after that, it's up for grabs. Yeah. Um, quickly, because it was asking the thing, uh, 1950s, yeah, number two Ole Miss had a 91.7 rating. Oklahoma was at 96.7. Um, they had five top fives and one number one. Um, the number one means they finished a season number one in the SP+. And then um, – the, in, in 1960s, it was Alabama 1, Arkansas 2, Texas 3, Ole Miss 4. Um, Ole Miss with three um, – sorry, four top fives and three number ones, actually. So interesting. They actually had more number ones in 1960s, even though they finished fourth um, on that list. Matt Brown- I, I, I think I'm with you on the other. Go ahead. Matt Browning says, would you buy Wisconsin? They would be on the short list of 
teams that I would think about buying. Yeah, and they were top ten um, in the two thousand tens. Yeah, they were top ten from twenty ten to twenty nineteen. I'm big on Fickle. Look what he did at Cincinnati. I think he he can. I'll be curious to see what he does at Wisconsin. Obviously, who knows? But yeah, I think about buying Wisconsin. Um, a little bit of college baseball news coming. Uh, Mississippi State has hired Justin Parker, the pitching coach from South Carolina, to fill its uh, oh. its its void. They had uh, Lamonis had fired Foxall earlier in the year, and now has filled that with uh, Justin Parker from Carolina. While we're doing breaking news, Bill Simmons just uh, put out somewhere, I'm not sure if it was a Twitter or on his site, but he put out that he expects Zion Williamson to be traded this week. To whom? I don't know. NBA draft is uh, Thursday night. There's already been activity. Bradley Beal got traded to Phoenix yesterday. A um, lot of talk about Damian Lillard being traded to Miami and now the Williamson stuff. You've got some teams at the top of the draft that don't want to be there. And then you have some teams like Washington who just yesterday went, all right, that's it. Tear it down. We're going to build from scratch. Yeah, and I get it. I mean. Washington did not hire uh, Washington did not hire two people who had been high up in the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, operation by coincidence. Yeah, they picked a blueprint. Yeah. And this is their blueprint. Uh, Ooh, Zion. What else have I got to give you? Go ahead. Doors Rules says, I think Zion ends up in Dallas. Well, whew, that would be interesting. Um, I hate that fit for everybody, honestly. Like, uh, Some of his troubles happened in Dallas. I'm not sure that's a great fit for him, um, but that'd be interesting. I just don't believe in the Mavs right now, period. So it's they can't seem to get any kind of plan to put with Luca to make it make sense. You talk about, you talk about ceilings and floors, man, Zion Williamson Mm -hmm. ceiling and floor. You don't want to fall from that ceiling to It's like if you're Iowa ceiling and floor, (laughs) if you fall from the Iowa ceiling and hit the floor, you just like sprain your ankle. Yeah. If, if you fall from the Zion ceiling and hit the Zion floor, there's nothing but powder left. Yeah. You, you are just splat like the road runner. Just flattened. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. Oh God. I but mean, the ceiling, I, I don't know if doors is being funny or serious, but like it would be entertaining. Let's put Zion and Luca and Kyrie all together. Shit. And by God, see what happens. I'd just watch it, it in there. Go in the pile. I'd watch it 82 <laughs> times. Well, that's true. It would be appointment viewing, wouldn't it? You turn it on and go, hey. Well, it's like Phoenix right now. It's good or bad, but something's going to happen. It's like Phoenix. Phoenix has Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant on the same team. They got one ball. They're going to play with one ball. Mm -hmm. I don't know how how that works. Yeah. Let's uh, set a few quick topics to come back. What did I tell you about Northeast Spark? Any SPARC service people across rural communities? Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So we get the best internet in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. Uh, 
Great place to have an event if you're in Oxford, a, a company dinner, a festive party. It's OPA, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. If you want to learn more, they can accommodate up to 200 guests. If you want to uh, find out some information about catering or booking, get in touch with Jeannie at OPA, 601-421-7147. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, service specialists can help you as well. Just get in touch with Will, Sidney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile uh, That, from routine checkups to advanced treatments, including implants and Invisalign. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. Schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com and Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, so much offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings uh, from beginner to advanced. Also, it's a great place for events and parties as well there in the um, Jackson, Canton area. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Um, yes, the uh, last thing on that, the Suns have $163 million committed to Bill, Durant, Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, and like they also have no one else on the roster other than one more person who I'm forgetting who it is right now. They have five players on the roster. Yeah, and everybody does this thing where they're like, well, they'll just trade Ayton and get a bunch of guys. Okay, to who? This is this is where the NBA's changed. There, there aren't many teams in the NBA that are content being in the middle right now. And they just lost one. Washington had been sitting in the middle because Beal kept them close to it. I mean, they, they were falling out of the middle, but you know what I mean. Now Washington's like... Cameron Payne is the other player, sorry. Oh, yeah, the great campaign. Um, I mean, I, it's a hell of a gamble. Kevin Durant's 36 next season. Has an Achilles injury in his background. Foot problems in his background. Okay. Beal's not getting any younger. 35, but point still stands. Yeah. But, okay. It'd be fun. They, I mean, look, it's must-watch TV. I'll, when the suns are on, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it on. <clears throat> You're not picking the suns over the Nuggets today. No, if I'm Denver, that doesn't scare me. Who who who's guarding Jokic? Who's who's guarding who's playing that second unit when Denver rolls that second unit out there and, and displays their depth? Mm-hmm. What do you do from a depth standpoint? It's a long season. Eighty two games. Back to backs. Road trips. You need depth. You said You've said you you would you would contemplate buying Zion over job. You had to pick one. Yeah, well, just because of ceiling. I mean, Zion's ceiling. Like you know, all jokes aside, if there was a comment in the thread, it was about basically about Luca being a a ball stopper. And it's true. Sometimes I wonder if that's by necessity. 
Is that because he doesn't feel like he has anybody who can be, you know, the Robin to him being Batman or, or whatever? You know, he and Kyrie did not get to play a lot together. You know, if he had a, Zion, a healthy Zion running the floor, I, I don't think Luca would mind sharing the ball. But sure. I, we'll see. I mean, I, my guess is Charlotte because Charlotte's decided that they don't want to do the Scoot Henderson thing. Or maybe Portland because Portland is looking for a new star to build around and they don't believe either Brandon Miller or Cam Whitmore is that guy that they would take at three that changes the face of the franchise. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Lance Lynn last night strikes out 16 Mariners in a 5-1 loss. Um, Lynn has had a rough year um, after a pretty damn good career. Um, it's on the back end of, of it, obviously, now. A 6-7-5 ERA, second worst in the majors, but 16 Ks last night, um, which uh, tied the franchise record there in Chicago. He's still got it sometimes. I mean, he's getting a little older. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Lance is Lance – is, he's not 22 anymore, but um, he's still – as nights, he's like, put a career up, man. Had a hell of a career. Had a hell of a With career. one pitch. I'm just going to throw my fastball, and you're not going to hit it. It's going to happen. I'm going to locate it. I'm going to throw it hard. It's a hard fastball. I'm going to get a lot of weak contact, and I have the ability to go strike people out when I need to, and that's what he's been able to do. He's had, a, he's had an amazing career. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he cracks me up. Uh, let's see. Uh, your college world series schedule for today. You've got a uh, loser's bracket game between the Tennessee volunteers and the Stanford Cardinal, um, today, one o'clock in that one. So I guess we're all trees today, um, with Stanford and Tennessee and then really intriguing winner's bracket game tonight, six o'clock Wake Forest and LSU, um, going LSU has to win a game without Paul Skeens pitching and then uh, Wake Forest with the deepest starting rotation in the country. Um, tonight against uh, against the Tigers in that lineup that can just bash. Um, they 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 were quite effective on uh, the other night in their opener against Tennessee. I didn't watch it, but I saw the analytics on it. Skeens. I I don't even mean this accusatory. I really want to know how the hell he went from ninety two ninety three to one hundred forty three times in eight months. And if I'm the Pittsburgh if I'm the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Washington Nationals or one of those teams, I want that answer too. Mm-hmm. I need that answer. And then you were it, good, but not this. And then you're this. What happened? And then if that answer is satisfactory to me, I'm back in the room going, I I know we can't do it. Can we at least talk about it for a minute? He's still going to go three. People are going to take Langford and Cruz before him. Well, and there's some high school kid that is shooting up the, um, the boards as well because Pittsburgh might go affordable at pick one so that they can use slot. Oh, to deepen their their roster. Ooh. I know. Oh God, let one of those guys go where you just chose not to. Oh hell, I know what I do. I just go. I cannot get fired if I take Cruz over Langford, but I can get fired if I take high school kid over Cruz. I take Cruz and Langford or whomever. I take Cruz. Yeah. I just take I just take Dylan Cruz and go look. There's a chance that Langford's going to be better. I get it. There's probably very little chance that Cruz isn't a 10-year major league player at, at, at worst. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm going to go this direction. Uh, no, Hardman, the jello shot record is not in danger. The jello shot record is going to be completely obliterated um, probably by today <laughs> or tomorrow. Um, it is not. Yes, danger is no longer there. Um, that is not where this is sitting right now with uh, 
it, with it being a a thing and be the number there to reach yeah. and then see it being LSU. I mean, just forget it. You're move, move on with your day. Um, if you so, really thought that thing had a chance to survive, <laughs> it, it disappeared <laughs> when they won against uh, Tennessee that it was, they a, had to go. Oh, and two to keep you even in the, in the, in the race. Yeah, it's over. Perfect storm. I want the plaque. I wonder where the plaque's going to go, where it has Ole Miss with the record, because they'll take the plaque down here in like a week. So, like, where does the plaque go? Who gets the plaque? I don't know, but it's it's a good day to be Rocco's. They're going to have a good day. It's a good day to be the owner of Rocco's. That's that's the for $5 sure. Five dollar shots are going to be flowing today, baby. Rocco's loves the SEC West. <laughs> I mean, if I own Rocco's, I'm just telling you, when people walk into my place. And there's two SEC West teams playing anything. They're on the TVs. That would actually be funny. They become like an SEC West bar. Yeah. What what, what is Rocco's doing? Actually, they have some NIL programs for SEC West baseball teams. <laughs> you know what? We're 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 getting you guys to Omaha. There's worse Omaha ideas. Working. There's worse ideas. <laughs> we got three hundred grand extra. We're gonna hand that to LSU and Ole Miss and Arkansas. How about that? We'll, we'll, we'll help y'all buy a middle infielder. I feel quite confident that if you were to ask the people at Rocco's, give me your ideal college world series, they go, just give us those three teams and whatever. It doesn't matter after that. Really, it doesn't matter. Just those three. Give me Ole Miss, Arkansas, and LSU, and let at least one of them stay into the final thing. We're good. Yeah. We're going to start making the job uh, now. I know you did not uh... – um, see this? You, you didn't, did you catch any of O'Sullivan messing up his visits last night? I read about it. Um, I, I don't know how that happens. I, I I don't know how that happens. It just that, that of all times, bases loaded, eighth inning. I guess up one or two. I forget what the score was at the time. And he did. He had already used his sixth visit without pulling a pitcher. So when he went out there, he had to pull Neely, their best closer, their best reliever. And put in a freshman who had not warmed up and did not have time to warm up. God. Um, yeah. And if I'm, it, frankly, if I'm Oral Roberts, I'm pissed because they actually gave him a little more time than he should have to warm up. Like in the confusion, he was able to kind of start throwing. Whereas had they just got on with it, I think that that, that, that he would have whatever. Now it's not fair to the kid, but I mean the rule is the rule. It was O'Sullivan that screwed it up, so. He, he admitted after the game, "Hey, I just lost it." I yeah. mean, he 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 did not mark it down when his pitching coach had gone out right before that, so it just didn't click in his head. And then he walked out, and the umpire was expecting it to be a change. And then when it wasn't, it was like, "Hey, you got to take him out here, Chief." Can you imagine the sinking feeling that he got when he realized, <laughs> "Oh my god." Yeah, because the umpire's like, "Look, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I'm just the, there's a rule and." The rule is the rule. So I, I have um, no choice but to enforce it. If you'd like to challenge the rule, this is you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. When he realizes, oh my god, what have I done? And it's one thing uh, if you do that on February the nineteenth with Famu in town. Yeah, whatever. You're like, ah, eh, whatever. This was not that. Um, so. The kid uh, got a line out to left field, inning over, and then Florida wins it the next inning. They they clinched their championship series berth when they came back and beat 
Virginia in the eighth and ninth. Virginia kind of had them beat, left the pitcher in, who got clobbered. Langford hit a ball 407,000 feet, and um, somebody else hit it out. I forget who hit the other one, maybe Rivera. And uh, that was that. So once they won that game, it was obviously there. Uh, Oral Roberts will now play TCU to get the chance to play Florida and try to beat the Gators twice. Um, to advance to the uh, to the championship series, so there's uh, what's going on on uh, on that side. But again, LSU Wake Forest, the interesting game of the day that tonight um, at six o'clock for uh, for that one. So is it bad that I had never heard of Wyndham Clark? Uh, not really. I mean, he he had, he won Wells Fargo, which was a really good event. Um, but in his previous majors, his best finish was uh, tied for seventy fifth. So I think we'll forgive you for for this one. It, it's he's a great story. I mean, it would have been easy to root for, but because of who he was going against, the golf world was basically all for Rory yesterday, including the crowd there uh, at LACC. So it made for a bit of a strange uh, final round. Um, but he just kept getting up and down. Was really really gutsy. Short game was incredible. I mean, he he earned it. Um, nobody pressed him all day, but at some point, I mean, when when you're Getting it done, you're getting it done. Yeah, he was he was fantastic with the wedges and the flat stake yesterday. So no, thank you. Uh, thank you covered there. Uh, we'll call it there. Back tomorrow. Got some other stuff for you uh, as the uh, the day and the week goes on. Rebelgrove.com. Uh, I've got quotes from Mike about the third paid assistant, which goes into effect July first. Ole Miss has the job uh, posted right now. Chris Cleary, the clear front writer for that, but Mike explained some of his rationale for uh, for that. There's some discussion on the message board in that regard and then a lot of recruiting as well. So uh, check Rebel Growth and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.